after losing to Brim and losing my sister Berta to the abyss, it were time for me to return to Pinton, check in with Lady or, well, I suppose Queen Brit at this point, and see about some rowdy boys. Oh, and talk, of course, to me. Orc friend, Nika, I, I, I know we were finally official. I, everyone, of course, has been waiting on this. After adventuring together for uh, quite some time and not knowing if our connection were just a, a comrade's respect or a true buff girl crush. <laughs> And I know from experience that you are very hard to distinguish. <laughs> Telnius, Oius, and Salin were attempting to wrap things up on the oil of Eraluna. After releasing Vassaran. Yeah, sorry, what? But. Val. One, one more time. No, just say it one at a Valser Valserina. Okay, Valserina. You know, the um, the ancient green dragon. They needed to report back to Bartom, who had a curious task for them to complete. What came of it, you'd never guessed. The return of a great hero. Back in Penton, we see Kal'un in the midst of the cloisters. What are you? What are you thinking about? Where? Where's Kal'un's head at right now? I think he's probably just kind of like looking for um, some type of reprieve. He just told Grunyar and Nika uh, about uh, Calvin, That's and right. so. He's kind of just in there amongst the cloisters and probably just wanted some alone time. So he's probably doing the same thing, just kind of like sitting there, kind of watching the children play and yeah. just kind of passing the time, lost in his own thoughts. Cool. Uh, after about 20 minutes or so, it is starting to get dark. It's you know later in the day. And Henry is heading over to you through the cloisters you see her approaching and she takes uh she approaches she takes off her hat and comes up and says um hey Kalun 
Uh, how you doing? Hey, um, best I can, I suppose. Uh, how are you, Henry? All right. Feel like mood's just kind of sour all throughout Penton right now, but um, Britt, she wants to talk to you about everything that just happened. Kind of get uh, get an update. <sighs> all right, and I. Colin just kind of smacks his knees and gets up and groans like he's an old man, even though he's still in his early 20s. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, now's as good a time as any, I suppose. Aye. Um, As you start walking toward the refectory and common grounds, she begins to talk and say, Look, I've had my fair share of run-ins with Brim. I... Honestly, I'm just glad to see you alive. Well, thank you, Henry. I, uh... Don't know. It's come at too high of a cost. But, ah, regardless, it's all worth it. And he kind of looks back over his shoulder towards the children playing and is just like, um, all right, enough talk. Let's, uh... Let's get to Brittany. Yeah, yeah. And she takes the hint, and you guys silently make your way past the fountain into the refectory through the large wooden doors. There, you the sound of people having after dinner, like tea and biscuits, that kind of thing, just like a mellow drone of people talking. You walk through that, though. You're going back to the back area where the rooms are where you know Kaloon's room is and you had passed by Britt's room uh, before leaving Penton. Mm-hmm. So Henry leads you back, gives the door a couple of knocks and swings it open. Britt is sitting at a desk. Her hair is a little disheveled. She's wearing, it looks like she like, tried and got dressed but she's not like trying to make an appearance or anything you know so just kind of like common clothes there are heavy bags under her eyes as you walk in and she puts a hand through her hair as she watches you and Henry come in and she says hello welcome come in please um how are you okay uh either of you want uh tea or anything um no when's the last time you left this room um it um i'm i'm not sure because i've at least sent word and oh yes i I went on a walk um was it yesterday or two days ago Uh, all right i've heard enough before we talk hop up come on okay let's go oh where are we going uh follow me Okay. And I lead her right back to where I started from. Oh, okay. And if she follows along, I just kind of sit down on a bench like, look, this is private enough. And I'm not telling you how long you need to mourn. But you got to be taking care of yourself. You're not doing Rory any favors. Trust me. You see these children out here playing. They are the future of this world. They are the reason to keep going. They are the reason to keep fighting. 
And are you going to give up on everyone else or just yourself? And tears begin to just silently stream down her face. And she begins wiping them away. She says, it just, it just doesn't seem real yet. Like waiting like this. I feel like I'm in some type of limbo. I, I, I don't feel the solid ground beneath me. My heart is so heavy. It takes so much to talk without crying. Is it strange to miss someone that I, that you didn't know for very long? So much. I, I know you were close with him and the rest of the boys. So I know it's hard for you. Thank you. And do take care of yourself as well. And she wipes her eyes and gives a long sniff and... Like maybe Kaloon hands her a hanky I, or something to yeah. blow her nose. Say, <laughs> so, look, uh, Dr. Kaloon is prescribing you at least one walk a day through the Abbey. All right, get some sun. Be out here in the air. Yeah, at, at least summer's coming. <laughs> the weather will be nicer. Also, you know, maybe let the cleaners in your room. I don't know. That might be going too far, <laughs> but I could definitely I'll, smell just I, a little bit. I get I, it. I, that's all I'll, I'll, right. I'll crack a window. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she says, so Henry told me uh, a little bit of how things went in Octacraig. What, what, was the, what was the feeling there? Is I wanted to get a report. Um do you see Octacraig as a potential place where we could gain allyship and and gain some leadway with the resistors there? I I mean I did not spend too much time in the city, but there were a few uh a few I met that uh didn't have good feelings towards the current uh monarchy. Hmm. So I believe that that is potential. I okay. Would um, would you be all right if I trusted you as some type of uh, ambassador and maybe could keep tabs due to your connections to the city and these few people, perhaps? <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry, Britt. Um, I'm not exactly the ambassador type. <laughs> I mean, sure. What what does that entail? Um, I I guess maybe a better word might be liaison. I suppose. Uh, you could just simply keep contact with the people you know in Octacraig and just continue to kind of get reports back. It could be the um, shopkeepers of your store, or it could be. Others that you spoke with there, but um, just just wanted to uh, 
see if you felt comfortable being that presence for uh, for Octocraig. Aye, aye. Not going to promise anything uh, too long term, nor am I going to promise my full time and attention towards going back and forth myself, but I can send some letters. Aye. Yeah, that, it, that would be all I ask of you. Uh, travel in Trayland right now for any of the resistors is um, very harrowing at the moment, so understood. Was there anything else about your interactions with Brim, how everything went that you wish to uh, report? Uh, well, I don't know if you heard. Um, he did enter into some type of, like, weird plane thing. Uh, took my sister with him. Um, can't remember. Did you meet Berta when we were here last? Oh, uh, no, I don't believe I had a chance. But yes, Henry did tell me a bit about that. It, uh, I suppose it confirms a lot of what we were learning just days ago about just how deep into evil and, and ill will the Popkin family and, and those who ally with them are. I, I don't know much about the Popkin family, except for, of course, Alistair. However, Brim, I can promise you this, and I look her in the eye, I'm like, Rory's killer will not escape me twice. I thought I had the drop on him this time, and it was my fault, and I'm sorry, but he saw me coming. And that mistake cost my sister her freedom, and potentially her life. But it will not happen again. And uh, this time she stands up and puts a hand on your shoulder and says, If there's anything I've learned, is that guilt weighs like a heavy stone on your shoulders. It is easier to ask help in carrying that burden, or in some cases even just putting it down. And though it is not easy, I will try to be here for you and help you as much as I can to avenge and find your sister. And if she has half the will that you have, I'm sure she's at least okay. (laughs) More like I have half the will she does, but I thank you for the words of encouragement and wisdom, Brittany. Uh... Have you heard any word from I.S. and Tilnius? Um. Or about Tilnius, rather? No, um. I.S. nor Bartholm have had a chance or have sent any word, so. Still up in the air. Hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. And just at that, you do notice someone running through the square of this abbey. And past the fountain, and like you hear a, Ugh! and it's it's like a small child got knocked over, and you hear, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Oh, here, and you look up, and you see Nika, who's like five foot six, five, or I'm sorry, six foot six, six foot seven, helping this poor small child, like one of the orphans she just bolted and ran into. Like I blow bro- my I blow my lifeguard whistle. <laughs> hey, no running near the children. And you just see her like look up and and see you too and like, oh, 
Kowloon, and she runs the rest of the way to you, like leaving the kid behind. And, like they're just like in shock and start crying, and the nuns run to the child. <laughs> I say, "Oh, Nico, welcome." And I'm kind of like looking around her a little bit at the child, just to like, hey, yeah, probably okay, it's fine. probably fine. <laughs> yeah, the nuns are pulling out little first aid kits. <laughs> they're they always got them handy. It's like throwing health potions at the kid. <laughs> yeah. The kid's arm is backwards. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> The health potions here are area of effect. Yeah, yeah they, they make it fun. They have the health potions loaded up in paintball bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Super soakers. Yeah. T-shirt cannon. Straight to the mouth. <laughs> Don't worry, it'll heal the glass cuts too. Because it's still in a glass bottle. Right. Exactly. Uh, she runs the West. She runs. <laughs> you said West instead she of run, West. She runs to Westworld. <laughs> she runs the rest of the way to you and like sweat on her brow it looks like she ran quite a distance to see you and she says hey Kaloon, um the ships uh, uh uh the ship the orcs um and she looks at you she looks at brit they they have found him telnius and ias you have both together with the help of Silen and Beleth, the Fae, defeated and fought away the Nightwalker and the evil that the the first one, a spawn of Karnas, uh, has tried to enter into this world through the floating dragon heart. Malcolm. No, let's no, it was uh, in Carmichael. Carmichael. <laughs> That's okay. I was remembering yeah. as I was talking. Yeah. Yeah. Nightwalker, the first one, Carmichael. Carmichael. That's what it was. The yeah. first unnamed. Yes. If the first unnamed. says that to me, it just sounds like, come on. <laughs> Wait, you called something unnamed and then gave it a name? Well, his name before he was unnamed. Unnamed, yeah. Oh. oh. The unnamed name was Carmichael. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. But no one knows that except Telnius. Right. Wait, you didn't he didn't he say he did he but, say his Oh, that's right. We said as soon as he tries to say yes. the name, it like But Yeah, that's right. But inside the vision, Velserena, before crushing the skull of the weird nightwalker creature, did say his name or its name. That's so right, yeah. I think there's with the unnaming, there's an aspect of like right now, y'all are walking around saying Karnas and hearing it. Fine. Yeah, even though he's been unnamed. Even though he's yeah. been unnamed. So once a certain amount of power begins to return, you're suspecting to Anu, the ability to say one's name again can return. The naming. And so after destroying this power and sending it away from the Emerald Stone, Telnius was able to use the small piece of Amorite. Yeah. Cute, cute. Oh, wow. I love those little bees. The Sky Metal Give or me Sky that. Stone. Oh, give me that. Is that what he bought in um, from Mr. Peanuts or in that one town? 
What? You know what I'm talking no. about? Oh, no, actually. Uh, no. Um, no, that Ias, was an emerald that yeah. Ias got. Okay. Ias mind. had bought the emerald ring. <laughs> from Pickles? This is <laughs> from Pickles, Pickles. Yeah. yeah. what I say? Peanuts? Peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I did know what you were talking yeah. about. Yeah, so. it, was a, it was a food, food stuff that starts with P. Exactly. Yeah, like, <laughs> my mistake. Most of my food stuff ends in P. Mm-hmm. Ha-ha. Ah. Uh-huh. You should see a doctor about that. <laughs> and P is short for poo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice butt jokes. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Using the Amorite stone, you were able to reawaken Valser Enna, the gargantuan green dragon, the ancient green dragon created by Nyx many, many years ago. It floated in midair above you as the heart was renewed with this new stone. It has just thanked you for freeing it from its slumber. So in gargantuan dragon form, it looks down, having just thanked you for freeing it in this ruined temple on this isle of Erulona. It looks down to you and bows its head. I will now grant you gifts of the dragon god. And they look to Ias. For you, you are fae touched. A gifted one, a blessed one. Mm. May your mark give you the strength to fight back the shadows. As one claw comes forward and taps your left shoulder, the golden vines glow brighter than you have ever seen them glow before. Whoa. You now have the feet fey touched. Let me grab a pencil. Taylor just threw up. (laughs) This increases your intelligence, wisdom, or charisma score by one to a maximum of 20, so you can choose. You also learn the Misty Step spell and one first level spell of your choice. The first level spell must be from the Divination or Enchantment Schools of Magic. Whoa. You can cast each of these spells without expending a spell slot. Once you cast either of these spells in this way, you cannot cast that spell again until you finish a long rest. Ever. The spell's spellcasting ability is the ability increased by this feat. Hot dog. So I think as a ranger, you already use wisdom. So if you were to choose wisdom to increase, that would be the score that you use. But you're welcome to choose either charisma, wisdom, or intelligence. Velserena then brings their claw to Telnius and says... You, you hold great power within your ability to recover me is unfathomable. What are you? My name is Telnius, but you may know me as Radovin. The architect walks again. I nod. May you take this as a gift. O stars and air and breath of being, 
muses of whispers and ethers songs. O moon and bows, and waters fleeing, grant me the voice of heavenly throng. In emerald rain, sky deep and strong, by fall's light kiss and vernal excess, amid larksome bowers we belong, asleep pale poets. In Nix's caress, our notes we raise in strident address. Our instruments singing your story, our boundless devotion to impress. Our hearts reflections of your glory. In eternal rains, we keep our pleasure, our home, our forest, and our fair treasure. And he lifts a claw directly to the middle of your chest. There is a bright glowing, similar to the glow of the Amorite stone. You can choose between the feats Linguist or Warcaster. I will give you a brief synopsis of each. Okay, Unless yeah. you already know. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> uh, linguist will increase your intelligence score by one. You learn three languages of your choice, and you can ably create written ciphers. Others can't decipher a code you create unless you teach them. They succeed uh, unless they succeed on an intelligence check. Warcaster. You have practiced casting spells in the midst of combat. You have an advantage on constitution saving throws for concentration. You can perform the somatic components of spells even when you have weapons or a shield in one or both hands. When a hostile creature's movement provokes an attack of opportunity, you can use your reaction to cast a spell at the creature rather than making an opportunity attack. This spell must have a casting time of one action and must target only that creature. For sure, Warcaster. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. more applicable. Yeah. I wanted to give you the option, though, because yeah. I didn't know if you wanted to go more studious or more like No, I appreciate badass. that. No, I appreciate that. Perfect. Hell yeah. All right. So mark it down on your character sheet. You both have been blessed by Valserena. <sighs> Thank you, Valserena. I... This knowledge, I... And I just bow my head down and um, am at a loss for words. Yes, thank, thank you for this wonderful gift. This is incredible. They bring their claw back and suddenly they lurch forward. As they are lurching forward... This is a horrible way to describe it. You know, like on Animorphs? <laughs> on the front cover? That's exactly, that's perfect. We all know exactly what you're talking about. I took two screenshots of that midsection in the Animorphs. Yeah, they I looked that this so morning. Bad. They looked so bad. Yeah. There was one that was a killer whale that put me on the floor. Oh, no. <laughs> you watch as they lurch forward, they transform back into their elven humanoid version. Hey, bud. They have long, wispy, blondish white hair, and their body is covered in this cosmic emerald color. Along their rib cage, it looks as if emerald scales are growing from their hips. 
Hey, now. I'm just trying to get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like thinking about the the like bards having sex with dragons. Like, oh, yeah. Constant meme you see about. I mean, uh, hello there. To be honest, yeah. this is a Jerry very Kenobi. <laughs> I think I showed it last time, but it is a very sexy elf. It is. Oh my mm. god. Yeah, that's body paint. It's definitely not scales. No. It's all body paint. <laughs> scales for sure. Oh, did you take the feet uh, in uh, body painting? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you can also paint the feet. <laughs> Camo. Be weird not to. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they transform into their elven state, they begin to vomit Icor. And when they are done, they stand and wipe their mouth amidst you. And Valserena says okay, in a new voice. That's a new shirt, but that's fine. Uh, in a new voice, they say, oh, I am sorry, I, I was unable to hold my form. And now they look down their chest. You see an inky black spot forming just over their heart where the emerald stone was. Kind of like a bruise or a tattoo? More Both. like a tattoo. Can I make a medicine check? or mm-hmm. Medicine I... or arcana. Okay, definitely arcana. <laughs> Cool, not one. Oh, no, it was a seven. <laughs> okay. Good. But that's 15. 15. You recognize this type of mark as the same inky black, inky black that was on Bartholm's body. Oh, shit. Perhaps so a weakening that. or a curse yeah. left over from the Nightwalker's attempt at breaking through. Is it like mine? It is similar to the handprint on your chest as well. What the hell happened to you guys? <laughs> uh, a lot. Oh, oh, dear. Um, I never say dear. I shouldn't say that. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, um, rat. Oh, oh, rat. Tell me it's the white <laughs> might say that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fuck off. Bring it back to dear rat. No. <laughs> oh, rats. Are you? Are you okay? Uh, yeah, uh, yes. I just. I feel tired suddenly. Yes, uh, sit down, sit down. And I pull up a stone. <laughs> it takes ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that dragging like... <laughs> no, there is plenty of rubble yeah. left over. So yeah, I just uh, guide them to kind of a, a flat surface and right. sit down next to them, hand under their shoulder to hold them up. Yeah, Silen comes over with a a water skin and gives them water and they begin to breathe a little easier. I'm, I'm okay. I, I just felt suddenly a bit, uh, lucid. Can I, wasn't there a tea that, uh, Bartom drank that at least made him feel a little better? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. can I look, uh, just like look around and maybe do a survival check and see if I can find a similar ingredient or, um, actually, so let me get a better description okay. of your surroundings. Okay. Cool. So now that the sun has come through the, the cursed clouds that were over creating the strange rift that was breaking through dimensions. Right. Now that that has vanished, you see that this island is this island is empty for a reason. It looks like one of the few places that never fully recovered from the burning. So there are a few patches of green here and there. 
but mostly it's pretty desolate. The huh? it reminds you a little bit of Deadwood, or oh, even okay. the charred, the charwood forest yeah. on the Lock Islands. Okay, a, a place that was so destroyed that it never recovered. So the trees stand petrified. Like I said, you might find a few leaves here and there, but a survival check, like, yeah, you would be eating up thirty minutes. Yeah. But perhaps. Uh, trying to get Valserena to Bartom's hut yeah. would come into Telnius's mind. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I look at Ias, um, you know, and I'm, I'm like, Ias, this this reminds me of the the infection that Bartom had. And, and do, remind me, do I know about your chest tattoo? Yeah. Or- you should. I wasn't hiding it or anything. Yeah. I might have been, like, showing it to Bartom when okay. he walked in. Okay, yeah. So then this reminds me of, of Bartom's illness and, and and maybe yours as well. We we should probably get Valserani here back to Bartom. I open up my tunic and I just look down nervously. I'm just like Yeah, I uh I think it's a good idea. We need Valserena anyway. Obviously we have a lot to take care of. Yes. At um, that point, Belleth actually comes back in. Uh, she went to scout a little bit. She walks back through. You hear her feet against the stone. She says, the coast is clear. I scouted it out. We should be able to make it to Pentra quickly if we move now. And Silen takes Valserena over his shoulders and helps them walk out into the deadened forest. Right. And we left our horses back uh, are we at the Aspen trap? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you make your way easily through this fossilized, uh, petrified forest and back to Pentra, where on the teleportation circle, you see the satyr Darius. She's playing a small flute. You can hear it in the distance. And you see Juniper flying around in circles, mm-hmm. obviously just very bored out of her mind, this little wintry... Uh, pixie or sprite mm-hmm. sprite and when juniper sees you coming uh from a distance she says oh my god finally you all took forever yeah we could have used a little help too i wasn't going out there <laughs> you'd have got squashed a hundred percent and so you all make it onto the teleportation circle Belleth hugs darius and gives them a big kiss oh. and Darius says, I, I kept it safe. And they show the ring with a small amorite stone on it. Nice. And they hand it back to Belleth. And Belleth says, you all did great. Thank you for staying here and, and keeping the circle safe. Nothing harmed you, right? And Darius shakes their head and they say, no, but there was this crazy thing that walked past with its face open, and I'm pretty sure there was highballs in there. Oh yeah, that was that was real shitty. Yeah, we took care of that though. And Balath says, "Yes, I believe the worst is over for this island. Shall we?" And she lifts up her hand, and a bright white glow as you teleport back into the the Aspen tribe, the new location floating amongst the clouds. The clouds seem thinner now, as if it was growing off of or feeding off of the rift, 
When you teleport, you feel beneath you the ground rumbling. Ornel, the Aspen elf, is no longer meditating. Instead, they are collecting up things, and Lunessa panics, says, Oh, thank God, something's happening. This place, Villande, something is happening. Ornel was not able to keep keep the magic and keep it up and you see Lunessa she's bruised and battered there's a couple of scorch marks on her and there is no sign of Selvara what what uh are you okay you look uh, y- yes I'm fine I I think we need to go and yeah. Ornell shakes his head and runs up and says follow me and you guys begin running as from the outer diameter, from the outer circle of this floating large mass of land, it begins to crumble inward toward the middle as you are running to the edge, back to the pathway leading you. Just before escaping this grove where the pool is where you discussed with Selvara, Suddenly, Ornell lifts up his hand, and there, the guardian, the aspen construct, the oh, yeah. the treant like creature, be, it it was running uh, out of the forest into the grove as if waiting for direction. Ornell lifts his hand up, and the aspen guardian folds up into itself magically into a long aspen branch like a staff and flies into Oranel's hands. He says, follow me as you continue toward the edge. That's so sick. As, Let's go. <laughs> as he is leaving, you Wait, can... did it look like an Animorph cover? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now I want to see fan art of an aspen treant like morphing into a staff <laughs> yeah. in an anamorph style. Yeah. Uh, as you are running through the grove of aspen trees, you can see Oranel collecting up the magic from them, and the trees begin to wither. And it reminds you of the abandoned aspen tribe that you searched to begin with, oh, yeah. and how the aspens looked like they were decayed. Yeah, yeah. It seems the magic comes and is compelled from the arborist. Whoa. Hmm. As you continue forward, you are running, you're running, you're keeping up, and just at the edge, it it feels like only 30 feet of space, like you're on just a narrow path at this point. Ornell is able to keep the magic centralized on him. As he gets to the edge, he raises the staff out and creates a path in front of him. The path stays 20 feet ahead, 20 feet behind. As the last person is running on it, it falls behind them. So it is a floating piece of land that is creating (laughs) a bridge continually for you to reach back to the old Aspen. And I fall into the back, and I'm like next to whoever's back, and I'm like grabbing them by the tunic, and I'm just pulling them along. Yes, yeah. Darius fell back a bit. Okay, yeah. At least athletic for sure. (laughs) So it's like a it's like a a a much more powerful version of my uh, uh, like four stone or my my bloodstone power. Yes, when you were when you were taking piece by piece. Okay, cool. So he's like doing ten times of that. Yeah, Yeah, he is quickly creating it in front of him with this staff moving forward. 
can I can I try and supplement his power somehow? Or yeah, give me an Arcana check. Yeah. All right. It's like Magneto in the first X Men movie. Oh hell yeah! That's a twenty six. Yes, with a 26, you notice and you hear Aias yelling and grabbing Darius, keeping their hooves barely on the created land, right? Come on! And you see them slip one last time, and you're able to, with your bloodstone hand, create a quick step for them to make it back up onto the platform <laughs> as it is moving forward. Yeah. Finally, you reach solid rock amongst the mountains where the original Aspen tribe once lived as you all catch your breath. (sighs) Hey, 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 hey. You finally found me in the abyss. Oh, what a cute little scry eye you have. Well, I found a friend. This, uh, this drow guy came up and he, he saw that I was looking tired and a little lost. Trying to find my way back to the train station. (laughs) Sorry, the plane's train station (laughs) he said hey you're looking a little tired why don't you eat some of these mushrooms and uh I said yo I love mushrooms I've been drinking magic mind the two ounce elixir that helps extend the caffeine I drink in the morning throughout my work day he then looked at me with the most pitied eyes clasped my shoulder and said, Eat. Be well. I'll never forget him. What was his name? Anyway, if you want to feel this good, go to magicmind.co forward slash chasmquest and use promo code STAYROWDY, all one word, to receive 20% off your next purchase. And while you're on the interwebs, go ahead and go to chasmquest.com and see all the wonderful things we've got there. Follow us on socials. Follow us on Twitch and YouTube. We're doing video stuff now. Sending the scry eye right back to you. On Mondays at 8 p.m. Central, You can catch me, Andrew, your danger mom, doing a myriad of entertaining things. I stream for an hour once a week. We're either making world-building stuff like NPCs, or chatting about D&D movies. And next Monday, I'm going to be talking about some WizKids minis that I got. Unboxing and sharing the love of the game with you. Not to mention the end of the month. Monday, April 24th, 8pm on twitch.tv slash chasmquest. You can catch me, your danger mom, 
with Noah Perito, the danger mom of their own little crew over at Try Not to Die. You can check out that podcast at Try Not to Die Pod wherever you get social media. Or just search Try Not to Die on your podcast platform. It's a wonderful show. They just wrapped an arc. And man, I have never seen so much cheese in a D&D game. Go over there and enjoy. Heck, I'm even lactose intolerant. And I gave it a try. Also, be sure to visit our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash ChasmQuest. And if you start giving $5 a month by April 30th and continue giving for three months, that's through May, June, and into July, on July 1st, you will qualify for our fifth year anniversary Mega Ultra Special Merch Loot Boost. That's right. You know every year on our birthday we send you presents. That's how dope we are. But if you want to qualify for this special event that's usually reserved for $10 patrons who still qualify for this event, go to patreon.com forward slash chasmquest and start giving $5 a month. That $5 is going to unlock a ton of bonus content, text RPGs, and even give you access to playing D&D with us, the Rowdy Boys. Anyway, I guess I should tell you who was in this episode. Finally, the crew was back together to record. I played as your danger mom, as always. And Taylor played Ias. Micah Jordan played Telnius. And Colin Allen played Colleen. Sound effects and editing by me, your danger mom. And theme song was composed by Sam Anderson. Music and other sounds provided by Ivan Dutch. You can find him at ivandutch.com I-V-A-N-D-U-C-H dot com or patreon.com slash ivandutch Their music is wonderful. Go support them. We also use Zapsplats Zapsplats.com Thank you for providing sound effects for our awesome show. Anyway, I'm going to come down from this incredibly awesome high. And I'm probably going to stop staring into oblivion. But you know, it's just making me feel so dreamy and oh. I am floating far above the obsidian sands. Looking out over a sea of demon ichor. Man. If I survive this... I'll see you next time on the next episode. Till then, stay rowdy.
now without a home. Belleth and Oranel sit and wait as you all catch your breath. Belleth comes up to you and says, Okay, well, now that we have survived that, um, I've spoken with Oranel. He is willing to help in whatever way he can. We are very saddened, though, at the loss of the rest of our tribe, and we are uncertain where Selvara has left off to. I look over at Lunessa. I was able to hold her off, but um, she was powerful. I believe it. Oh. And finally, Valserena approaches Oranel and says, You... You look familiar. And Oranel looks up. As do you. Valserena. The arborist. Oranel. <laughs> Has it been, dare I say, centuries? <laughs> yes. Yes, Valserena. I believe it has. I am both grateful that you are here, but also saddened at what my tribe has done to you. And with a frown, Oranel looks away and Valserena says, Do not think of it. We are here now. We must look to the future. I am willing to help in any way I can. Shall we? And you can tell Valserena after running is trying to catch their breath and uh, is having a hard time of it. Yeah, again, um, I come back up to Valserena, put their arm over my shoulder and, and look to them. We uh, need to get back. We need to get back to Bartom soon. Right, yeah. There's a lot at risk here. We need to make our way. I'm sure Bartom will know what to do next. As you do, you leave the withered Aspen tribe, the original one in the mountains, not the floating Villande. And there's a look of sorrow that Belleth gives as she is the last one to leave. Her and Juniper talk and chat, and you make your hike back to the Oak tribe, where Darius is able to rejoin their people. Chief Illithor greets you all and is happy to see Darius back home. He congratulates you and commends you. And at the last minute, as you are leaving the Oak tribe, he pulls Chiefess Lunessa aside and begins to say something to her quietly. Uh, if you wish to try to overhear, give me a perception check. Absolutely. I'm also... Uh planning to talk to somebody about a reward for finding Darius. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, Give for me sure. A pers- I'm sorry, perception first, and then we'll do persuasion. 17 on perception. And then I got a 3 on perception. <laughs> you are caught up with keeping Valserena on their feet. Yeah. At this point, Silent is also helping, and you are, oh, fuck. What? 
You have your mounts at that were yeah. back at the Aspen yeah. tribe. I'm we, sorry. We, we would have grabbed them right after coming from yes. like that dangerous, you know. Exactly. Right, yeah. Yeah, yes. That's when we would have grabbed them. Um, yeah. You're helping Valserena onto Silen's bear mount. Ayas, just as you're about to mount your horse, you overhear Chief Illithor speaking with Lunessa, and he says, If it is true who that is, it is dangerous to allow them to leave the Norholman forests. Are you sure they can be trusted? And you hear Lanessa say, yes, if it was by their hand that this world was saved and that this protector, Valserano, was reawakened, then it should also be by their hand that they choose where they go. Do you interrupt them at all, or do you... Yeah, I I make my way over there, because I'm kind of like... I've got my back to them as I'm listening. Maybe, like, on your horse, you just ride mm-hmm. over a little bit. And then I just... I kind of hop off the horse, and I just head over to them. Um, really. I just imagine you're back to them, but you're on your horse, and you just start backing the horse up <laughs> and turn around. Yeah, it's like a, a really fancy yeah. clop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I couldn't help but over here. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> and so, Ayas, you dismount and walk over. And Lunessa says, ah, yes, uh, we were just about to go. Is there anything else you needed? You seem worried. Uh, Valserena is in good hands. They are coming of their own accord, so we'll do everything in our power to protect them. I suppose I have no choice but to trust you, Elithor says. Moves have to be made. This world is in peril. Well, if it is ever needed, you may ask upon the Oak Tribe for your help. Much thanks, and I bow. Also, we brought back Darius. I thank you for bringing back a valued member of our tribe. Is there something you're getting at? Absolutely. We don't... We need funds to continue on. Hmm. Gold is not something that we deal with on a normal basis here amongst this tribe. But perhaps... (laughs) (laughs) Unobtainium. (laughs) But perhaps if you are planning... To protect yourself, take these. And he reaches into a satchel and hands you a drawstring leather bag of acorns, but they are black. These. When you find a home that you wish to protect, plant these and say a prayer to Nyx. Something beautiful and strong will grow such as the oaks that grow amongst our tribe. I silently look down at them and much appreciation. And he finally bows back to you. Ayas, come on. We're ready to go. On my way. Um, yeah. Yeah, Lunessa as well mounts up and heads back into the forest. And I get over to Telnius. I'm just like, motherfucker gave me magic beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, this trick in the book, man. That's you're a real sucker. 
all oh, man. you all ride swiftly back to Bartom's hut. On the way, Beleth does pull Ias aside and says, um, "Look, I, I I don't know how long uh, you are staying with Bartom, but um, when you leave, would it be okay if well Juniper and I were talking?" Would it be okay if we joined your strange band in saving Trayland? Yes. The the resistors, I believe you said, mentioned once or twice. The more the merrier, yeah. Do you mean just with us in our small party we're taking, or do you mean just the resistors movement as a whole? Uh, as a whole, I have wanted to see more of this world. The well, then of course, yeah. Selvara had kept us secluded from the happenings of even a Norholm, let alone the rest of Trayland. I I wish to know more. And adventuring with you has brought such life and excitement. I'm sad to leave Darius behind, but perhaps I could act as uh, uh, um, a, 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 a point of contact for those in Norholm and your movement. I have good sway with the rest of the tribes and also with the Fey realm. I could teach you. You want to know more about the Fae, right? And you can tell she's going to keep go- she's going to keep trying to convince Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Look, yes. You've sold me. We could use talents like yours. I am beyond elated to have the Aspens back on our side. For the longest time we've just been abandoned. Yes. But we've got a lot of things in motion and we have a lot of different peoples of this land coming together to work towards one solid purpose of unity. And if that interests you, wait. Then what? What is the purpose? Us. Oh, it, the purpose is unity. Yes. Then yes, I will join you. It is late in the night by the time you arrive. Brex and Keela are out front sparring when you arrive. Unfortunately, Lunessa, once you arrive, says, "Come now." Our time here must be short. We have business to attend to back at the Sandalwood. Ayas, it was very good seeing you, but we must take our leave now that the mission is done. Understood. Good to see all three of you. Bartom sees your your group of adventurers and comes over to you three and says, I am proud of the work that you have done. Silen, again. Thank you for answering the call. You have done the elves of these forests an insurmountable good deed. Thank you. Of course. This is my home. We couldn't have done it without you. Silent. Man, you... You fucking rocked it out there, man. Great job. Really. That was pretty sick. Thank you. Tell me a language. Sorry. <laughs> Don't say rock. Yeah. <laughs> you know how I feel about rocks. <laughs> Seriously, though, that was that was cool. I, honorary member of the Rowdy Boys, for sure. Absolutely. Thank you. I've, uh, I've really missed being able to do the work that this land needs. And is much needed. And Lunessa actually walks up and class... Ias on the shoulder and smiles and then looks to Silen and says thank you and she goes to give you a big hug 
I accept it. Mm. And as as you release the hug, she keeps a hand on your shoulder and she asks, So, will you be returning to the Sandalwood? Or uh, has this visit back to your home tribe rekindled a new a new journey for our for our warrior? For time, I'll head to the Sandalwood. There's many years that have passed without me making peace for my choices and for what I left behind. And from there, I'll head to the Oak. I hope that our paths cross once more. I'm sure it will. Excellent. Aye. Bartholm stands with you as Lunessa, Silen, Brex, and Keela leave to go back to Sandalwood. Lunessa does say one last thing. I will be sending word to you, Ayas, about how we can help you and this movement you are attempting to uh, create here in Treyland. I'm not one for the politics of this nation, but perhaps we can find a way that the warriors and the horse lords of the Sandalwood can help. I have told everybody high and low, of your loyalty. Glad to see I was right. Also, have you spoken with Selvi? Yeah, she's all right. Cool. Uh, we had a... Uh, you know her, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you know, she she actually was the one who got to plant the... Oh, no shit. What's the... Ceremonial tree thing? Yeah, I get it. What's the type? Cypress, that's what it was. <laughs> She's the one who planted the cypress this year. She stood in your stead uh, for oh, the festival. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very talented elf. Do you know where she she might be? I just like to keep tabs. I know she was leaving for Sutland. Is she still there? Last I saw her, she was with Anatola. Ah, good. Then she is with friends. Mm-hmm. Well, again, Ayas, always a pleasure to see our champion again. And she clasps your forearm. And I clasp back. Nice. They disappear into the forest, leaving Bartholm, Telnius, Ias, Oranel, Beleth, and Juniper. And Valserena? And Valserena. There is wonder on Bartholm's face at Valserena. Valserena has already been guided into the hut, and Bartholm is brewing up some of his tea. This uh, should help. Um, I do have something for us to do, but it can wait till morning. I uh, am eager, though, to see if my plans will work. Tell me more of this rift. It was crazy, man. All right? (laughs) This is how it went down. Uh, And and you describe the events. (laughs) And he ponders... (laughs) He ponders for a while as finally the tea is brewed and Valserena, you see this relief come upon their face at drinking the tea. Belleth's drinking it and gives kind of a look like it's not sweet enough. And Juniper with like a little tiny cup, like, ah, too hot. (laughs) And she (laughs) blows and it like ice forms around the rim of the tea cup. I, I drink it, especially after the Oak Tribe tea. I'm just like, this is heaven on earth oh it's so good, so good. it's still I a really see, earthy like yeah. earl gray kind of tea 
I see that happen and I look down at my my uh, tea and I'm, I just kind of pass it over to Juniper. Hey, give me a little hit of that. <laughs> oh, sure. <sighs> and it's frosted all along the edge. That is so sick. We've invented iced tea. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, this is so much better. <laughs> That's awesome. And Bartolm comes closer to Valserena and says, may I? And they nod and he inspects Yes, as I feared. You were right, Telnius. This seems to be some type of mark of the void. Something coming from the powers of oblivion in the abyss, infecting, similar to what infected the architect. Although I have been studying this as it has inflicted my own body, I may be able to help it since we have caught it so early. Have hope, Valserena. There are many here who are willing to help. And he, and Bartom looks kind of worriedly to Telnius. I, I share the worried look. <laughs> well, let us all uh, retire for the night. I have been busy and have... Uh, well, you shall see in the morning. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Yes, a rest sounds really good right now. Yeah, Valserena reclines on the couch. Ias and Telnius, you have your rooms. And Beleth and Oranel, they are used to just sleeping on the ground. So they actually sleep outside with Juniper, just under the stars. Aw. That's nice. The next morning, Beleth and Juniper will stay at the hut as Bartom is collecting things to take a little journey. He says, Now, we must go and confirm my suspicions. Tell Nias. Yes. Make sure and bring your, your things with you. Of course. Yes. Ayas, you may know this journey we are about to make. Let us be swift. Valserena, you may ride with me. And... Bartolm gets up on to a summoned horse. He waves his hand, and just this ethereal spirit of a horse (laughs) appears as Valserena climbs up behind you all. Is that one named Dragonling? (laughs) Uh, This one's name is Wormling. You were Uh, close. Yes. (laughs) Ornell looks to Ias and says... Uh, do you mind if I ride with you? Absolutely. Hop on. And I reach out my hand and pull them up. Cool. They have the staff still on their back. Oh, nice. Yeah. And a reminder, oh, their yeah. flesh almost looks like the bark oh, of the an aspen. aspen tree. What? What is it kind of like where it, like bar- the bark kind of like, curls away? Yeah, yeah, it curls at certain yeah. points. Ooh. Yeah, instead of like arm hair, it's like black That's lines cool. that curl a bit. That's cool. Ooh. And yes. Bark skin. Yeah. As you begin to ride into the forest, I assume you notice the dragonfly still at your shoulder, still <laughs> following you about, making their way northerly. Ias, you're able to, even without a perception check, realize where you are heading, closer and closer to the elder tree. As you approach, there is a scorched circle of aspen trees surrounding 
the elder tree. As you make your way in, the spirit of Levi does not seem to be here or awake at the moment. Mm -hmm. As you ride and surround the elder tree, Bartolm dismounts, as does Valserena, and the horse disappears. Ias, you and Oranel dismount, Telnius, as do you. Bartolm approaches. He says, The Enna of this world, the Amberants, the Elder Trees, as some call them, once connected the veins of this world beneath the ground from here to the farthest corners. When the architect was cursed, the strength of the Enna dissipated. But here, the architect has returned to us. They wield powers that can heal. And we have with us the arborist of the Aspen tribe. Perhaps, with our powers, we can make magic work once again. Telnius, do you have the Elder Elk Eye that you once used in Verahim? Yes, uh, let me see here. And I rummage through my knapsack Pull Your messenger bag. I have rummaged through my messenger bag. <laughs> I have to dig deep into the bottom and pull out a <laughs> sticky eye. A little, a little, a little, no, pick, it's glossy and glass. Yeah, Starting to decompose. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, but yeah, yes, uh, here it is, Bartom, and I hand it out to him. This, the solidified eye of an elder elk, helps a connection grow, I believe we may be able to solidify a connection back to Verahim from so far away. That would be amazing. Ah, it would. Ornel, please join me at the tree. And Bartolm walks up and finds a spot and nods to Ornel. Ornel waves his hand over the rough, dark, scorched bark. A circle indents, like a small dome, oh. cavernous, where his hand was. Bartom puts the elder elk eye into that spot, both of them laying their hands on the eye. As they begin to whisper sylvan druidic incantations together in harmony, the light from the Elder Elk Eye begins to glow, similar to the ceremony that Ilana did to reawaken the Elder Tree in Aurora. As I'm hearing all that magic happen, I'm like, kind of like walking around the tree, just like, Levi, Levi. Uh, from the burned bows, you see a head pop out and... And an apple fall. I <laughs> uh, catch it. Oh. Yeah, I catch it. Nice. <laughs> oh, hey. Um, oh, sorry. Thanks for catching that. And 
they climb down and they're like, hey, do you know what's going on back there? Yeah, we're saving the tree. Hey, you want this or can I... Uh... Quarter walks up and like waggles his eyebrows at you. <laughs> Fine. And I feed it the quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Levi's like, yeah, I've been trying to eat the apple for a while now. Sorry, bud. <laughs> Quarter's just like... Nah. The boy looks down. <laughs> no remorse. The young, the young elf looks down just so sad that he cannot taste the apple. Need a physical mouth, man. I know. It sucks. Well, at least I get to stay here forever. It's fantastic. <laughs> I sleep in this tree by myself. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> Levi Libre. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Go away. Go read some books. In my recreation clothes. They're trying to. <laughs> they're trying to heal the tree. Perhaps I can help from within. And you see Levi disappear into the tree. And at that, a time lapse of just the roots growing, healing, pushing out the scorch marks from when the fuchsia breath breathed from Brimcorn's mouth. It submerge this tree. What's the right word I'm trying to think of? Engulf. Engulf. Yes. Engulf this tree, destroying it and its powers. Begins to reawaken. The bows grow out like new. The red dagger light leaves begin to grow out and hang over this small group. Finally, Bartolm. "Ah, Yes. It is done. Ornell, a large smile on his face as he steps back to look at what they have done, what they have accomplished. <gasps> now, <sighs> tell me, now it is your turn to shine. Come, place your hand on the eye. All right, uh, I walk up and place my hand on the... Which hand? My right hand. Ayas, <gasps> we need your assistance as well. Me? Uh, okay, yeah. And you come around, and you just see Levi watching from around the other end, like mesmerized at the growth of the tree. Yeah. And you catch, just as you're going around, there's a few of the spirits, (gasps) a few of the taller elves, just the wisps, the ether of them, standing behind Levi. Much harder to see in the Mm -hmm. daylight. Yeah. But they lay their hand on Levi's shoulder as you go around. Fucking force ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) I just want you guys to know, since I haven't listened to the episodes previous, where I have no idea what the hell Telnius is yet. So in my head right now, since I just found out he has his hand back, and also, (laughs) also he's called the architect, I imagine... That he's now just turned into like Fix It Felix, where he's got his hammer and he's just as the architect <laughs> yeah. going around and like yeah. fixing things. That's exactly, nice. That's exactly that, what happened. And okay. I'm Rick at Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be exactly it. I'm if Danilo. Anti Tesla hadn't stolen his hammer at the last <gasps> minute. So. That's right. Yeah. Now the bad he, guys. He got used the it to thing. channel a finger of death on him. Oh. Also, did they see Brimcorn as well? No. Or did no. he engulf this tree and whatever? That was in Pirate's Peak. That was the ending. Ago. Yeah. Oh, I start. Yeah. I, I wow. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Also, I heard you say Vanilla Lope. I'm not gonna let you forget that. Vanilla. Lope. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. Re- What's her name? Penelope. Is it just Vanellope? Vanellope. That's what it is. <laughs> Vanilla Lope. <laughs> 
I'm Vanilla Loaf. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Ayas, when you make it to the front of the tree, Bartolm points down and says, The insignia. The markings. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, I, I'll do that now. I bend down and I, in the dirt, just make three runes with a triangle in the center. Tell me, stand amongst the runes. I do it. Now, close your eyes. Imagine one you wish to speak with. Someone far from you. Someone who you miss dearly. You know who I'm going to pick. As you... (laughs) As as you reach out to your old friend, the one who sorrowfully watched as as the life left your body and screamed for you, you reach out and roll a wisdom saving throw. That's not good. 13. Yeah. As you're reaching out to Finn, something dark and chaotic, a face, a stag skull, one eye red, one eye white, flashes and a scream. You step back, your hand releasing off of the eye. When you begin to process, you realize Finn is far too far away for you to reach with this magic. Give me an arcana check. Okay. That's not good. I know why. Where is he at? Also, I don't remember my character name being Finn. Am I missing something? (laughs) (laughs) Timbuktu. 18. With an 18, you know he lies within another realm. Oh, shit. He was on the... He was on Maelstrom. Maelstrom. That's right. Has it disappeared? So, no, Antithesla is not hiding in Erelona. He is not hiding in this world at all. The entire ship, it's all coming back to you now. Yeah. Has been brought through a gate, through a portal, into the abyssal realm. And you realize this now. Oh, shit. <sighs> okay. Um, I, I g- take a step back as this kind of dawns on me, um, to, uh, right, right to the edge of the triangle that's, um, you know, sure. drawn in the sand or in the dirt. And, um, I look at Bartholm and I say, uh, we, uh, we have a problem. What is it? What's wrong? What well, has happened? I, uh, I tried reaching out to... The one I I can't imagine being closer to, Finn, and I just realized, Antithesla, Dristan, he's taken the Maelstrom and our friend Finn to the Abyssal Realm. He's beyond our power to reach. We can still connect Varahim. I'll probably just have to reach out to somebody else, but just, we should know, Finn is in trouble and Antithesla is not hiding in this material plane any longer he's huh. in the abyssal realm then we we must continue to act quickly then that is not good news 
Anti-Thesla automatically autocorrects to a tithes lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, antithesis. Yeah, but yeah, like can, a tithes, a tithes lawyer. lawyer. Yeah. Can you sue people for that? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't get I'm going to sue you, though. God. Hey, you don't exist. <laughs> and I gave you a lot of money. <laughs> can I get that back? Oh, I wonder if he could sue the church for like like emotional damage. Could, yeah. Oh my god. I doubt you would get me. I know, right? <laughs> From God? Uh, yeah. From God. <laughs> you, Telnius, approach the Elder Elk Eye once more. Yeah. I as you redraw the triangle where it was scuffed a bit and make sure the runes. And I look up at him and I was like, come on. <laughs> Sorry. So you are trying to connect to Varahim. Who is it that you are now trying to connect to? Uh, Yeah, I think Leon. Okay. Probably would be. Roll me an arcana check as you place your right hand on the elder elk eye. He uh he contacts Midian Dag. Oh, oh my god. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey, how the hell are you? <laughs> oh, I haven't seen you for a bit. You tried to scare me with a werewolf mask. Right. Or, or are, say, you, are you working at Spirit Halloween now? Yeah. <laughs> say, say Galen, so we have to put Preston on the uh, phone yeah. to the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bud, can you be a character real quick? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure, man. I'm at work, but no problem. Yeah. Oh, the beast. <laughs> All right, what'd you get for an arcana? I rolled a nat 20, so 28. As you focus in, your hand places on this glassy eye. The glow begins to brighten. You close your eyes and focus in all your magic. Your left hand may be even playing with the amorite stone in your hand. As you begin to channel into yourself, you find... That at first, there is a barrier, something blocking the way. With your arcana check, you are able to whisper words, words that you do not even recognize. The closest thing you can think of is in the Thessalon language but more arcane than that, something so at the root like primal, of what created this world, what helped you create this world. As you channel into that power, you break through the barrier and you suddenly, it's as if falling through the ground and into an underground lake. You have a vision of yourself falling into this water. The water being this immense power deep, deep within you. As you splash into the water, Ayas, you hear a... Suddenly materializing from the red glow through the tree, running with with name taker in both hands above his head. What the hell? Leon! Leon. Oh, I was... Yeah. Well, and he you... passes out. <laughs> oh, shit, he hit his head. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I did not mean to... My bad. Bartolm is clutching his chest like, Oh, what have you done? Oh, 
I run over to him and I kneel down and I like I like check his pulse. Yeah, he's still alive and okay. he, he, right. he kind of like smack his face a little bit. He's in hey, full hey. like armor, but like his face is cold. Like, his armor is cold to the touch. There's snow what still the on his boots. Wow. Hey, you see me? Hey, how many fingers am I holding up? I must be in heaven. What? Oh. They must have gotten me. That's sweet. Wait, wait. Are you insinuating that I'm dead? (laughs) You must be if you're in heaven with me. Wait, Leon. What? 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 Oh, you're here too? You died as well? What are you? Hold on. Where were you? What were you doing? I was charging into a line of frost giants. Oh my god. And now I'm here. I'm ge- I guess maybe one of them had a a, a, a ranged weapon and maybe and he's like checking his chest. Maybe got stabbed no, by Leon, a spear. No, Leon, you're not dead. I just accidentally Yeah, you're right, but come you. on. Um whoops. <laughs> hey, you summoned me? I I think I did. Yes. Holy shit. Raina's going to kill you. Yeah, she is not going to be happy. Where Am I? As he sits up. So, uh, we're in Trayland. His eyes go wide. Yeah, we're in Norholm, bud. Yeah, like, his hair is so overgrown, it's starting to dread a bit. You know, it's down to his shoulders. He's got frost and snow in his beard. His beard is even a little bit bigger. Dude, his eyes are manic. You are looking pretty righteous right now like when you say man it is he looking like he hasn't slept in days or he's just looking like he looks like he was in the the blood thirst of war that's uh, so metal that's very metal i was taking a line of soldiers american soldiers out there was a small troop of giants that came and were attacking aurora and i was leading the charge and now I'm here. I was running, and now I'm here. In Drayland? Yeah. I, no, I'm dead. No, I am for sure dead. No, you're not. You're, you're dead, too. Your Shut up. Your friends you're are dead. probably dead now. Ias, you're dead, too. What the hell? Look, I've died a few times, but I'm still living. Yeah. I, what about you? Yes, I also have died before. Yeah. yeah. Easy. We are in heaven. This is great. I'm going to take a nap. Nope. Yep. Nope. Good night. No, and he not. rolls over, brings his red cape over himself, and he just like, <laughs> maybe we should let him sleep. Yeah, I'm not. No, we've. Okay, whatever. This how I turn to Bartolm. What are we now connected with Verahim? Uh, very much so. Look, and at the tree, you see this red glow from the elder elk eye, and you're able to peer through. You watch as the city is in turmoil, as people are manning the walls behind the mead hall. You're only able to see through that small fishbowl lens of the Elder Elk Eye, but if if you even tried, you would not be able to gather anyone's attention because there are just shouts and screaming and, you know, people chaotic. They're at war already. Leon, get up! Yeah. (sighs) Who is that? Whose army is that? Is that Isvanya? No, well, look, it was just, um, no, but we they've been hitting us with these smaller troops. Uh, we think they're scouts, but we've been able to take them out with all the renewed um, soldiers. We've, we've been okay. We've been okay. Calm down. Oh, okay, fine. I mean, if we're in heaven, I mean, 
obviously we're going to be okay. <sighs> Holy shit. Okay. Can can you get in contact with someone else or what? Do we need to? I mean, we're connected with Verahim now. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, shit. And I look down. Oh, at can my you at necklace. least tell Reyna that I'm dead? I slap him hard <laughs> in the face. Just oh! like, with my right hand. Like, oh! slap. Leon, you are oh. not dead. Good God. Pull it together. <sighs> Ow. I didn't know you could feel things in heaven. You're not dead. <laughs> there was supposed to be no pain. Oh, you and your cursed church, you liars. <laughs> All right. <sighs> I'm in Traylon now. And he picks up his sword and he sheathes it on his back. I'm in Traylon now. Yeah, we need to tell Raina. She's going to kill you guys. Yeah. For it's sure. Like a, a flashback of him running with a bunch of Varrican people and then just a... <laughs> <laughs> and he just like disappears. Yes, exactly. Like, like a blip of yeah. red. Just yeah, yeah bite. And yeah. Al- the line of guys with him are just like, oh, 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 oh no, <laughs> what magic is this? Yeah, and I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, I it's guess. all good. I I reach into my satchel and I pull out my el- amulet that was made from the elder elk. Oh, it is glowing oh. bright. As you see, Telnius the. Uh, so the, not only the rune, but your amulet as well. Oh, nice. The, oh, nice. The amulet of protection. That's right. Yeah. Protection, yes. Yeah. Ias, you recognize your antler amulet. Uh, remind me, it had like the blue on it, but... Yeah, it had a little piece of carved sinew in the shape of an antler, and then there was a long, slender red bloodstone. That's what it was, yes. It is glowing in tandem with the Elder Elk Eye. Telnius, your amulet. Of shield, I think it was. It allowed yeah, me to, was, like, um, well, I could do a few things, but the big thing I liked. It was the bear, wasn't it? It was a bear claw. It was the yeah, bear, yeah. That's right, yeah. Now I'm hungry for a bear claw. Ooh, bear claws. <laughs> they taste so good. A um, bear claw. Yes, you see the bloodstone at the center of the bearstone paw uh, is glowing as well in tandem. You have reunited the Enna of Varahim and Trayland. Nice. Hell yeah. Alright, so now we're the distance between us and Varahim is n- no longer a uh, issue. So I'm assuming my bloodstone in my hand, mm-hmm. I have full power back, I can cast Wish now. <laughs> yes. Uh, you all hear a distant howl. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that's right. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so Leon is kind of shaking his head a bit, and he's like, all right, so where are we in Trayland? Who's this guy? And he's pointing at Bartolm, like this old man, bald elf, <laughs> and he coughs. <coughs> excuse me. yeah, <clears throat> Excuse me, young man, but I am Bartolm. I am uh, an elder elf of this forest. Okay, and... What's up with this guy? And he's looking at Oranel. Like, why does his skin look like that? <laughs> he's an arborist. Oh. Yeah, that doesn't probably doesn't explain anything to him. <laughs> it's he, Leon. Come on. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah, I know what arborists do. Uh, they, um, they're the ones who help you set your finances straight. Yep, that's it. You got it. Why and help you pay your taxes. That's the one. Yeah. Well, that's why. cool. Um, yeah. Cool tattoos, and Oranel's just like squinting, looking at him, like, <laughs> like judging him hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bartom says, "Well, we seem to have far exceeded my expectations." 
Telnius, good work. I like breathe on the backs of my nails and rub them on my shirt. I feel as if your attempt, if it was determined by a 20-sided die, you would have rolled the highest. Without a doubt. If if we were using that, if you if that were a system that would determine our fate, then I, I have highest a feeling. being one. Yep, first place, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, critically succeeded at that. Mm, yeah. That spell definitely what? rolled a one. <laughs> and uh, Leon says, "Well, very nice to meet you all. Look, I'm I'm dead tired, and maybe even dead." And he like looks at Talnius real quick, like, "Don't slap me." I, I pull my yeah, my don't hand. slap me. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm just trying to process what just happened. Okay, one minute I'm in the coldest fucking winter that I've ever been in, and it was getting colder before you know uh, when you guys left. Yeah, you guys left. It was basically spring compared to what it became. Okay, and the giants. Anyway, but now I'm here. And it's fucking summer. I'm hot. I'm beginning to sweat. I'm melting. I need to go sit down. I need a drink. And he starts charging into the forest. He doesn't even know which way. And Bartom like grabs, uh, brings up his horse and says, "Let's let's get this <laughs> yeah. young man some I tea." I imagine. I imagine one of his tree servants like just kind of grabs him by the armor and, and just t- picks him up. And he's in the background, just like shaking <laughs> his arms. Yeah. So you all make your way back to Bartom's hut slowing down when you meet up with Leon, just stamping through the forest in different directions. It takes a while to try to get him to follow you and not just meander away. And he's like, fine, fine. And, but he won't get on a horse. He just like is basically being a toddler at this point. He's just super pissed right now. It's like, dude, it's not just totally safe. This is not heaven. It's a dangerous forest. You have to stay with us. What if I try that, Barry? Okay. All right. You know, go for it. Mm, it was good, and his mouth is just covered in red strawberry he's juice. He's going to shit his pants. Yep. Yep, <laughs> and his sure lips is. are starting to swell, and he's got welts all over his face. Mm, good. It was very good. <laughs> I can't breathe, tell me it. And you eventually make it back to the small circle where Bartom's hut rests in the middle of this haven, not heaven, haven, in the midst of the Norholman forest. When... You arrive. Ias, you realize there is an extra horse at the post. It is Twilight, Janessa's horse. Oh, shit. Coming out of the hut with Beleth and Juniper behind is Janessa. And she looks on to your group and pulls Ias and Telnius sort of aside and as you dismount, and she says, Hey, um, welcome back, guys. Um, I have news. They've recovered Rory's body. And Leon's head perks up. <laughs> 